Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. It is a cliche, of course, but it's true about people wanting to be home for Christmas. But for thousands of Ukrainian families, both here and around Europe, that's not to be the case this year, that there will be some exceptions. Lesia Vasilenko is a human rights lawyer and MP in Kyiv. And yesterday, she welcomed her children home the first time she'd seen them since they were evacuated in March. Lesia, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, the the um, where have your children been all this time? Can you tell us? Um, well, they stay in the UK, uh, and actually, I do see them from time to time. Uh, of course, it would have been impossible to be away from them for ten months on end. Uh, mm. But uh, it is not the same as living under the same roof as family. Uh, but uh, uh, my gra- my parents, the children's grandparents, for example, they haven't seen them. For uh, well, basically since uh, since April, I think that was the last time when they uh, when they saw each other last. So it was uh, decided that Christmas is about family time, and that uh, family time in Chelsea, and that we're bringing everyone home to Ukraine, celebrate together in unity, um, despite despite all the circumstances with uh, Russia. Hitting uh, with their missiles and the Iranian drones, uh, the energy infrastructure in Kiev, and uh, pretty much trying to destabilize the rest of Ukraine by destroying uh, the capacity uh, for homes to have power, electricity, heat, and even water sometimes this Christmas. Yeah. So, so th- what's the difference in Kiev just for the the, uh, the basic living conditions from people since last March and now? Uh, well, uh, right now it's uh, winter time. Uh, I'm standing outside just now. It's not minus temperatures, but it's close to zero. Um, there's the remains of the snow, and inside uh, apartments in the majority are uh, experiencing blackouts. Uh, some for, for from five hours a day, some for ten hours, and some districts of Kiev have been cut off from electricity for a couple of days now. Um, the same goes with the heating. It's not stable. For example, in my apartment building, uh, the heating has been off uh, yesterday and today. We are hoping it will come back on tomorrow, but nothing is certain under the, these circumstances. The communal services in Kiev and the uh, energy um, you know, services are doing everything possible to get things up and running and uh, the repairs, uh, repair teams are working 24-7, but really with uh, 60% of the uh, energy grid in Kiev being hit, it's, it's quite a task, I must say. Yeah. What do you do to keep warm when the heating isn't on? Um, well, uh, you know, in my home, uh, when the power comes back on, there's the possibility to heat with air conditioning to put them on maximum and heat up the home. And I know that many people do that. Um, uh, in the other homes, it depends. So, for example, I've seen uh, an apartment uh, on the fifth floor who is connected to a generator down uh, on the 
uh, on the basement level outside, and that generator is working to uh, to keep the electricity going. That's in the homes where uh, there's electric heaters installed, for example. Uh, in um, in houses, if people live in the uh, private sector, so to speak, in the in private housing, uh, they usually would have uh, some form of fireplaces, so it's possible to warm up with wood. Um, but generally, uh, right now, because we're not yet down to minus temperatures, it's possible to keep warm even by uh, wearing a couple of extra layers of clothes. Uh, but of course, if the temperatures drop, this, this won't, we won't be able to go on like this. Uh, so uh, we're just hoping there's no more attacks, there's enough time to get uh, the energy system with the heating and the electricity up and running uh, as soon as. Mm. When were the last attacks on Kiev? I'll, uh, I'm so bad with dates these days because it's all muddled <laughs> up. But uh, just last week, actually, um, I think there was a big one on Tuesday. Um, was it the 12th or the 13th of December? That's when there was uh, one of those massive attacks uh, hitting uh, quite a few uh, power lines and power generating facilities. Yeah. And is outside in Kiev, are people, you know, doing the normal things that they do in the in the run up to Christmas? Are people out shopping and that kind of thing? Well, we try. Uh, not all the shops are open. So right now is a period which is uh, great for development of Ukrainian brands. Of course, it is difficult because production uh, processes are disturbed again by the power cuts. Uh, but... Um, uh, the big stores, uh, the, the big uh, high-speed brands, they do not operate in Kiev. Uh, their shops uh, remain closed, uh, of course, because of safety and security of the staff. Uh, but at the same time, people try to make do. I mean, uh, you know, cafes, restaurants are open, again, because uh, they are operating off generators and uh, uh, people need to eat somewhere, need to feed the kids somewhere. So, you know, in that these uh, aspects, this is this is good, and small medium businesses try to be creative and find their ways around uh, working and surviving. But definitely, the city key of the capital has become much much quieter than it usually was. There's uh, uh, especially now it's uh, coming into the evening, so there's no, no lights in the streets. The only lights you'll be able to see is from the cars. Uh, coming back and forth, so the traffic is quite heavy still. But apart from that, you know, the buildings are dark, there's no street lights, there's, there's no Christmas decorations for sure. Um, the, the general vibe of the city is very different because there's very few children. Uh, usually it's uh, mostly young men um, and um, their partners who stay stay in the city. The older generation people, there are few of them as well, because if you live in a multi-story apartment building, you won't necessarily want to be risking taking the elevator lest you get stuck in it for hours on end. But uh, taking the stairs might be too physically difficult. Uh, so the city demographics have definitely changed. And the processes and the way the city is run, the energy of the city has had to change because of this war. Yeah. Are you worried that given that it's the Christmas season, that Russia might actually increase the attacks? Well, there, there are talks about that, but it's hard to figure out what the side of 
patient's brain, uh, he has proven many times that he doesn't follow your usual logic or reasoning. So uh, maybe he'll want to attack on Christmas, seeing that Russian Orthodox Christmas is on the 6th, 7th January rather than the December and sort of proving a point that they don't care about this holiday. Maybe because they don't care about this holiday in Russia and it's nothing for them, they will not put any further symbolism on this day. So uh, it remains to be seen. But come what may, we in Ukraine uh, remain determined to uh, stay strong, united and resilient to these attacks and whichever shape, size, form they come. Um, and, you know, we are a stubborn nation. We are a nation who has no other country, country but the one that we are, uh, where we are living right now. And our only way forward is to fight off the aggressor and push out the Russian army. Yeah. And for your children, when they, when they return back uh, to, to their home, do they find it a bit strange? Do they find the surroundings a bit strange? I imagine it's oh, changed no, they somewhat. they love it. Oh, my. Mm. They, they, they were so excited that their faces changed so much because regardless of the comfort of conditions they may be living in abroad, they are still, uh, they were properly homesick with emphasis on the word sick. Uh, and uh, the minute they stepped to, over the porch to their own apartment, to their own room, saw that all their uh, toys were intact, that uh, everything was as they left it. Uh, they, there was just a certain calmness which settled in. And uh, even my baby girl, who's 18 months, so it's the first time uh, she slept through the night without tossing, turning, waking up, just in, in her own little bed. Oh, God. The, uh, the uh, uh, President Zelensky's visit uh, um, uh, to Washington, he, he seemed to come away with um, uh, uh, more guarantees of support for, uh, from the Americans. Though, is there is there a worry uh, from the from the Ukrainian point of view that perhaps support might be waning a wee bit on the Republican side of the House in the US? Well, it's not just about the US. It's uh, because Russia is uh, trying all the different kinds of methods and ways to weaken Ukraine. One of these ways is uh, playing the game of a protracted conflict, a war which never ends and of which everyone, both uh, the, the Ukrainians and the rest of the world supporting Ukraine, grow tired, weary and fatigued. Uh, and Russia has done it before in uh, 14, 2014-2015 when it initially attacked Ukraine. Uh, and it worked, that kind of strategy. Uh, but uh, And it's normal because the longer you are in a situation, whatever it is, the more used to become to it. And uh, you, you start reacting completely differently. And yes, you become tired. Your brain becomes adapted to the normality of the abnormality. So uh, we are aware that fatigue might be settling in. And this is why I call every time on... Uh, all uh, our international partners, on other parliamentarians, on uh, all the, the people listening to us, just be aware of the fact that this is a strategy uh, that Russia is playing against all of us, trying to uh, have fatigue settle in because of this war. But at the same time, this needs to make us more mobilized, more united, and more determined to, to fight it off. And I think that the, the point President Zelensky was making in the United States was exactly that, that uh, it's uh, another round of mobilization that we need. We need, uh, uh, by mobilization, I mean of international efforts, of uh, the weapons, the ammunition, of everything that needs to come into Ukraine, uh, to the Ukrainian military units, to the troops here on the ground, 
to be able to fight off the the Russian aggressors swiftly, quickly, and hopefully bring victory uh, not later than uh, mid-2023. Uh, Can you see that happening? Can you see an end to it? Oh, I hope so. The only end to it is by having victory for Ukraine and having Russian soldiers out from Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, also, I mean, it's it, it's a blessing to be. I'm sure it's a blessing to be able to um, uh, see your own kids uh, at this time of the year. But it's, there there are millions of, of Ukrainians now dispersed around Europe uh, who don't, I suppose, get to who won't get to see many of their loved ones at this time of the year, uh, uh, including sixty thousand odd Ukrainians here in Ireland. Uh, some of them may be listening to us uh, right now, Lesia. Is there something you'd like to say to them in your own language, if you'd like? Well, uh, first of all, I'd like to uh, wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. Хочу побажати всім дуже щасливого, теплого різдва, наближаючогось нового року. І побажати всім триматися, вірити в Україну, вірити в Збройні Сили України. І вірити в те, що скоро настане той день, коли ми всі повернемося додому і відкриємо двері власних домівок, власними ключами, з посмішками, сядемо разом за один великий родинний стіл в нашій єдиній рідній Україні. Слава Україні! Лесія Василенко, thank you so much for speaking with us today and happy Christmas to you. Moncrief, brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. On News Talk.